Welcome to the Free From Binge Eating Podcast with me, Breed, your host. Binge eating sucks. Trust me, I know. I was stuck in that spiral of binge, restrict, diet, yo-yoing weight loss, feeling guilty and ashamed, and hating my body for 10 years. Now that I'm out, I'm turning my pain into purpose by helping you stop binging, start loving your body, self, and life again. It's time to live free from binge eating. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the pod, Free From Binge Eating with Breed. I'm Breed. So today is another Q&A. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, but definitely still important. And I'm sure it's going to be relevant for a lot of listeners. It's about food guilt, that feeling of just, oh, I feel so guilty for having one extra cookie or for having that cookie or whatever it is. I feel so guilty. And that's just not a feeling that we want to have around food, right? Like that just sucks. It adds more stress, more um, regret, more likelihood of, you know, leaning into compensation type behaviors of, oh, I feel guilty for having that cookie. So now I'm not going to eat dinner. So now I'm going to work it off at the gym. So I want to help you feel so much more relaxed around food. And this podcast episode is definitely going to help you get one step closer to that dream relationship with food where it's just so chill, so relaxed, at peace, yet you can still care for your body, care for yourself, care for your health. So let's get into it. This, as usual, came from one of you listeners, someone on my Instagram. So when I asked the question on Instagram stories, like, what are you guys struggling with? This one came up. She basically said, how do I stop feeling so guilty after eating too many cookies? So she said she, she feels fine if she has like one cookie, but once she goes to two, three and above, she just feels so guilty. Let's get into it. I want to start by saying, as always, like rest assured, you are not alone in this. There are so many people struggling with the same feeling. I've worked with literally hundreds of people who struggle with food guilt. So you're not alone, you're not this crazy person feeling crazy about food. And as always, I'm here to reassure you that you're not gonna feel this way forever. You have complete power over changing your food relationship. No matter how deep in that dark spiral or really shitty food relationship you are in, you can change. You can always, always change this. I have seen proof, not only from within myself, but literally from what you might deem as like the most extreme cases of people who've struggled since they were like five years old and now they're 45. So decades of this feeling so entrenched in their cells, you know, and they've broken free from that and they're living their best life. So you can definitely change. In this episode, I'm going to talk you through just some sort of like thought processes, some different perspectives, some things to start thinking about that might help you let go of some of this guilt. So let's start with identifying, okay, why do you feel this food guilt? So let's start by identifying where that guilt comes from as knowing that can then be helpful in then relieving the guilt too. So some common reasons for food guilt might be things like, oh, I feel guilty for like ruining my diet, ruining my progress. I've come, I've worked so hard to maybe like lose this weight or to stick to this 
diet plan, like maybe, maybe you're on a diet plan for like a digestive issue. So I feel guilty for ruining it, for maybe harming my health by, you know, not sticking to this plan that's going to help your maybe like IBS or something. So there's guilt there. There could be guilt for like eating too much or eating too much of what you deem as a bad food or an unhealthy food. You might also feel guilty after eating something that you just know could like make you gain weight. So there might be other reasons, but these are pretty common ones. And it's definitely important to remember this fact. So feeling guilty, that feeling of guilt, it means you did something bad. Just like they say with shame, it's like you are bad. So both obviously are not great feelings when it comes to food, right? Um, so I want you to ask yourself, like, if, if you're feeling guilty, that signifies that you, you did something bad. So I want you to ask yourself whether you actually did something bad. Like really put this in perspective. And this is definitely not to diminish your feelings or like what you're going through, but putting things on a spectrum can sometimes help you feel this guilt less intensely or see like, oh, it doesn't, I don't have to feel that guilty. Like look at the whole spectrum of what you would, what would actually make you guilty, right? Like that you actually did something bad. I'm sure like the worst on the spectrum, you know, would be like a terrible crime. Like you really did something bad. I think hard to argue with that. Like you did something bad if you committed like some terrible crime maybe like less intense on the spectrum, but still might make you feel guilty, like maybe rightfully so, depending on your morals maybe, <laughs> but you know, maybe purposely hurting someone's feelings could make you feel guilty. So then ask yourself, okay, where on the spectrum is eating three cookies or like one cookie too many? Also, by the way, I'm using this cookie example throughout this podcast just because it's what the, the person who asked the question used. Um, so yeah, what, where on that spectrum do you lie? if you ate one extra cookie and again not to d diminish this feeling but it's just it can be really helpful and it, it also translates this perspective shift quite well with things like body image as well like if you're stressing about body image maybe like you're stressing about the bloat on your belly during the week of your period and then you put it on a spectrum of like what are all the things to truly stress about in life like what, and actually a question that really, really helps me and it kind of ties into this as well. I use it when I'm just stressing needlessly or excessively about things in life. I just ask myself, will I be still worrying about this in a year from now? If not, I'm going to drop it. Like it's not worth me worrying that much. If I'm still going to be worrying about this in a year, like let's say I've got um, maybe like a terminal illness, then yeah, it kind of makes sense that I'm, it's okay <laughs> that I'm worrying. But to be spending so much energy worrying and making yourself feel guilty, like you did this horrible crime for eating a little bit too much or not sticking to your food plan for one day, it's excessive. Like, yeah, so put it in that whole spectrum. Look at the perspective of things. It can be helpful. I find it very helpful. Remember, you know, you're not actually bad. You didn't do something bad for doing this eating this food or not exercising or whatever it is, you are not a criminal. I will say though that guilt can be, you know, it, it is a feeling and all feelings are there to teach us something, to signify something. And so typically 
when guilt comes up and we feel that it's showing us that okay we've overstepped a line maybe beyond our morals or what we think is right or okay so if you stole something if you like pickpocketed someone or something you'd probably feel guilt and that's good because it's your body showing you that okay we don't agree with that behavior and we should probably do something about it we should like apologize to that person or return the thing or make amends or not repeat that behavior it's not always unhelpful it can be very helpful it can keep us within like our moral boundaries I guess the problem here is when we have food guilt it's suggesting that we have these morals around food and our weight and our body image so that's something to look into like what where where are you assigning some moral value to maybe certain foods or to the idea of weight gain so like are you is this food guilt suggesting that you think like cookies are bad and then therefore if you ate them you did a bad thing or do your morals um, at the moment or just like sort of your beliefs suggest that you think gaining weight is bad it's like a terrible terrible thing and so if you gained weight you should feel guilty because you did something bad so that kind of brings me to the next step is okay now that we know why we're feeling guilty let's look at let's look a little bit deeper under the hood so if the root of your guilt is weight gain of like oh i think it's bad to gain weight you're you know you're assigning this negative moral value to weight gain or failing your diet this absolutely absolutely needs to be looked at because morally let's look again like what is guilt it's like we did something so bad morally there's nothing criminal or terrible about weight fluctuations it's literally just your body going up and down and weight up maybe more or less whatever it is like when we really look at that if you kind of put it in a vacuum away from society and all this conditioning that is like put on us to sort of like control us and um, keep us distracted maybe changes in weight is not bad and you could even look at that because sometimes changes in weight is good if you need to gain weight or you gained weight because you're pregnant so you're literally creating a life like that can help so looking at is this thing that's making me feel guilty actually something bad i definitely understand that you might be thinking um yes maybe you know part of me sees weight gain as bad obviously because of xyz reasons like maybe my parents always enforce that on me were always telling me to eat less or i saw the people who weighed more at school be bullied like all of these reasons um make sense and it's it's kind of like valid that you would feel this way about weight but there might also be a part of you that's like um i also just feel guilt over not keeping to my promise my word like i've i told myself okay we're gonna plan to lose weight we're gonna make these changes and we haven't like we've broken our word we've broken that trust with ourselves. so we feel guilty like I told myself I'd do one thing and I didn't. So to me, that's kind of bad and therefore I feel guilty. So there's definitely, with uh, this example, there's sort of like two sources of that guilt. It's like the weight gain itself and then you not sticking to your word. So the weight gain itself, we definitely don't want it to be the source of guilt and I'll talk about that in a second. But the um, not sticking to your word as a source of guilt Obviously, that can show up in other parts of your life, right? Like if you procrastinate, you told yourself, I'm going to do these two important tasks today and I didn't. I feel guilty then after. 
And that's okay because it kind of signifies to you like I value sticking to my word. I value um, doing the things I say I'm going to do. Like that is important to me and I think it's bad when I don't because it brings down my self-confidence. It makes me feel shitty with procrastination, all of these things. So in the context of not sticking to your word with weight gain or failing your diet, failing your the plan that you put together, I want to remind you that that might not be a sign of like this lack of willpower that you suck at keeping to your word and you self-sabotage and all this. It just might literally be an issue with the plan itself. So that's not to say that you're bad and you need to feel guilty. It might be things like, you know, is that plan pushing your weight loss too far? Are you already at a happy, healthy weight, but maybe you're sort of wanting to get to a slightly like on the edge of too thin weight, like pushing yourself that far um, because that's just what you see like models and celebrities look like. So you think that you have to look like that, even though your body doesn't really want to get to that weight because it's already happy at where it is. So maybe like pushing your weight loss too far. Maybe the diet plan itself is just too extreme. Like you've cut out too many things for it to be sustainable, for it to work for you. You're Maybe you're pulling calories too low. So your body just like, it's going to be really hard to sustain that in the long term and stick to, stick to that. So instead of feeling guilty over not sticking to your plan, can you look at this and be like, wait, is it me or is it the plan? Are there some changes we can make to this plan to, you know, maybe slow things down or just make like a few small tweaks instead of all these complete 180s with like your diet, your exercise, everything. If you want help with that, I definitely recommend SFL, my course, it's linked in the show notes because this is pretty much what it's all about, like creating that fat loss plan, if that's what you want to do, to be actually sustainable and to work for you in your life, like designing something that works for you and isn't just given by someone else that's really general. I'm going to pause right there for a minute to share something with you. So if you've been listening so far and feel like you're ready to start your recovery journey with me, I've got the perfect springboard. That is my free masterclass, Why You're Still Binge Eating and How to Stop. It's a 35 minute free video masterclass where I'll walk through all of the reasons you might still be binging. Then I'll give you three actionable steps to stop binge eating. So if you're looking for actual results in your life, want to never binge again, trust me, I know the feeling. I was stuck for 10 years doing that. Then head to the show notes to get instant access today. I'll also gift you something for joining me at the masterclass, but I'll leave that surprise for you to find out for yourself. Life is just so damn short and it's not worth feeling so miserable, unhappy, unhealthy with binging taking over. So watch the masterclass today to start your new life. Okay, let's get back into the show. Now, if you truly are like you're fine with breaking your word, that's not the thing that makes you feel guilty. It's the actual weight gain itself. Then there's I mean, that's like a million more podcasts worth to talk about because it's essentially like fat phobia that society has really drilled into us so I have other episodes on that specifically but to help you really unravel that definitely definitely I recommend looking at Body Love Academy for this it's what it's all about we're going to unleash those unhelpful beliefs around what you think your body should look like what weight you should be at and just help you feel more at peace and most importantly, like respectful and kind towards yourself 
no matter what weight you're in, what how your body looks like at any stage in your life, because it's always going to change. So we want to get to a point where we can always be respectful and kind towards ourselves. A few other tiny tips on the whole feeling guilty over, you know, eating like a bad food when you're trying to lose weight is, I know it's so obvious, but sometimes we just need that reminder, like that extra cookie or two is not going to make that much of a difference. You know, we tell ourselves it's the end of the world and this is classic catastrophic thinking that I know I'm definitely um, guilty of (laughs) sometimes in like many areas of my life, just sort of catastrophic thinking it's something that's talked about in cbt cognitive behavioral therapy a lot so that's something to look out for is this catastrophic thinking you know that extra cookie or two is not going to be the end of the world and that kind of brings me to the other point is if we are looking for weight loss like ideally you want to be doing it so slow and not in this rushed urgent way so you would know that that extra cookie or two it's like okay doesn't matter like this if if you're trying to lose a bit of weight then you know the ideal situation is you lose it and then you just keep it off and you're not on this roller coaster that so many of us are stuck in where you lose and you gain and you lose and you gain so to do that successfully it really needs to be not rushed because when we rush it just pushes us pushes our body and mind too far and you know so often leads to binging and food obsession and your hormones getting out of whack and everything. So we want to be going slow with weight loss. Meaning if you're going slow and you're just going to do this one time, one time only, hopefully, then that extra cookie too, it's like, whatever. It's going to what, extend this fat loss journey by like two days or something or whatever it is. Like that's nothing in the whole scheme of life. As I said, if you do this one and done, kind of lose weight and then maintain it mostly for most of your life obviously there'll be ups and downs here and there but that means that that extra week in the whole scheme of your life is like nothing if that makes sense and as you guys know that I say over and over as well is just like moving on after that thing that made you feel guilty is so much better than going into this whole compensation cycle and that's something we really practice in the 30-day reboot is just totally approaching things differently like When you do that thing that you think is bad with food, that makes you feel guilty, instead of us punishing ourselves and try to compensate, it's just about, okay, let's move on. Like things always work out. Going with the flow, it it really, really, I know it sounds like just too simple, too good to be true, but it really does work. And I've seen that over and over with students in the 30 day reboot. Now, if your root cause of that guilt you feel like is this loss of control of your rigid rules, like you feel guilty for losing control. This usually relates back to weight anyway, like you're, you feel guilty for losing control of the rules because when you lose control of the rules, it makes you gain weight, or at least that's what we think. So that whole, that whole segment beforehand is the most important anyway for probably everyone listening to this podcast. When it comes to having, you know, feeling guilty over breaking your rigid rules that is your sign that you need to be doing the complete opposite it indicates it's time for you to practice breaking those rules like making this so normal because the the tighter you hold those rules the more rigid they are 
the more guilt you feel over breaking them, actually the, the least amount of control, that's when you have the least amount of control. And we want to feel chill with food, right? But also not out of control. And I bet the person who is listening to this who has these super rigid rules, like I can't eat carbs here, I have to lose weight before this holiday, I can't eat after 7 p.m., I can't eat more than this amount of sugar in a day. Like I bet that is a person who feels the most out of control and definitely not at peace and relaxed with food. So that person, if you're listening to this, it's time to start breaking those rules you're going to feel that guilt, you're going to feel that anxiety when you first start breaking them. But the more you break them and realize that actually nothing terrible and catastrophic happens, you're going to start feeling more relaxed over time. And oftentimes we build up this list of rules over years uh, without really fully realizing that we've got this extensive list. So your first step really is to list out all of those food rules and then one by one start breaking them over time. So definitely don't try to break them all at once. That's just gonna be anxiety overload. So just take it one step at a time and prove to yourself each time, wait a second, nothing terrible happened here. Maybe I don't need this rigid rule. And of course, all of that we work on in the 30 day reboot. So if this is something you're struggling with, it, it's definitely a very suitable course for you. One last quick thing on this whole topic of guilt with food is if you're worried that actually without this sense of guilt, you're just going to go crazy and totally lose control. Like that sense of guilt is what keeps you in line with your moral boundaries and all that. And if you don't feel guilt, you're just going to be like, what the heck? I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want because there's no repercussions. I'm here to remind you that it's quite the opposite. Like if you don't force that guilt on yourself, you're going to be able to move on faster from this, you know, overeating episode or the binges or even just tiny things like eating an extra cookie. You're going to be able to move on faster and get into that happier middle ground with food instead of oscillating between feeling so guilty and feeling so righteous with food. You're going to feel more neutral and at peace. So working on this food guilt and importantly, the root causes is gonna make things so much easier. You're gonna feel so much more easygoing with food and yourself. So remember, I know there I said, um, if you kind of like get rid of the guilt, like the guilt here is bad. Remember, guilt can be a good feeling in the right context, like committing a crime. But when we have assigned this moral value to like food or weight that isn't actually the case, like it's not bad to eat this, it's not bad to not exercise all the time, it's not bad to whatever then assigning guilt like unrightfully is harmful. So for more help with relieving this food guilt, getting to that happy middle ground of food where you're not just always punishing yourself, always berating yourself for overeating or for taking one, one wrong step in your food plan, then please check out the 30 day reboot. You are not gonna regret it. Thank you guys for listening and remember, most of these episodes are responses to questions from you guys. So feel free to DM me on Instagram or respond to those questions I put in the Instagram stories sometimes. And that's it. Have an amazing day and week ahead. And that's the scoop for today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and learned something new that you can start applying to your life. It really helps my podcast to grow and reach more women who are struggling as well when you rate and review. So if you got a spare minute, I would appreciate it so much if you could rate and review. 
And if you took something from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with someone in your life. Change someone's day, mood, or even their life. Be that person. I know I absolutely love it when my sister sends me podcast episodes. It just shows me she's thinking of me and she wants to help me elevate alongside her. As always, feel free to DM me on Instagram at freewithbreed. I'm always open for feedback and let me know what you want me to speak about on the podcast because after all, this podcast is for you. Okay, that's it from me. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you next time.